Hey everybody, it's Chris. If you're a sports fan like me, or you're just a fan of a great story, you gotta check out Press Box Access, a sports history podcast hosted by Todd Jones. Todd sits down with fellow sports writers who experienced firsthand some of the biggest sports moments of the past 50 years, and they share some of the stories behind the stories, some of which they've only told to each other. What I personally love are the wild stories that you might not hear so much about on SportsCenter over the years. Like when Indiana-based sports journalist Bob Kravitz recounts the time Bobby Knight showed up naked to an office meeting with him and then banned him from the Hoosiers' locker room for the next three years because Bob wrote a story he didn't like. Or when Alexander Wolfe tells a story about going out on the town in Chicago with Dennis Rodman and Carmen Electra in the middle of a Bulls playoff series. Or when Dan Wetzel talks about what it was like to be in the media room when Temple basketball coach John Chaney stormed into UMass coach John Calipari's press conference after a game and threatened to kill him. These wild and fun stories, paired with stories about real sports greatness, you know, like the 1970s Steelers being the greatest NFL dynasty ever, or the legendary rivalry between Larry Bird and Magic Johnson, and even the impact of protests for social justice issues in sports, make Pressbox Access a show you should check out. Pressbox Access is part of the Evergreen Podcast family, and it's available all the places you get your pods, and you can also find Pressbox Access on YouTube. Go check it out. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. One hit is all you need To make the money guaranteed And you can live off royalties Forever And it makes me wonder Is it just a wonder Or is it one hit thunder all right, man. So we made it out of 2020. A lot of people would probably consider that to be the worst year, but there was a high point to that year. And that was, it was the year that one hit thunder was born. You came to me with the idea and the podcast existed after that. And in that year, we covered a lot of pretty good money at wonders. And we covered some bad ones too. That's true. So, I mean, it's, it's kind of cool. Cause I, I, don't remember the exact date, but I'm pretty sure that we're recording this fairly close to when we recorded the first four or five episodes of this show. Nice, nice. So yeah. it's very fitting that on this day, we're going to do what we're about to do. Yeah. So what we are going to do is we're going to take a look back before we start getting into the next year's worth of episodes. We're going to take a look back on the ones we did so far. And we are going to challenge ourselves. And I don't know how we're going to do this because we really haven't laid this out whatsoever. No, I think we'll be fine. We okay. We're going to rank these songs we're from gonna, best to worst. I think now when we were talking about doing this, you had an idea, which I think is a good idea, which is that obviously we're not always going to agree on placement. Okay. So we're both allowed three vetoes. If, if we really feel like something egregious is being argued... We can veto it, and that person has to just concede right there. Okay, and but we we're not getting specific on what that means, but we'll, we'll figure it out. As we'll we figure go, it out. I think the the first thing 
was Life is a Highway. Okay. So Life is a Highway. We haven't, that's the first song we're saying. Yeah. You know. So that's the bar right now. Yeah. That's where, <laughs> that's where we're setting the bar. I'm just going to write that in the middle of a sheet of paper here. So Life is a Highway. And my thoughts on Life is a Highway is that that's where we started. And I was a little hard on Life is a Highway. But looking back now, a year later, I'm like, okay, Life is a Highway isn't really that bad. <laughs> it's not a terrible song. It's not like it's not a masterpiece, but man, it is. I remember Mike was making an argument that like if you put that on a playlist at a party, most of that party is going to sing along with the chorus. And you agree with that? I do agree with that. I I was so I voted in person this year. It was a 2-hour wait, so I had some headphones to keep me entertained. And I'm not going to lie, Life is a Highway came on my shuffle. And it, it took a lot of strength not to just start singing it right there in the in the pole line. <laughs> so. I'm going to stand by my statement that putting Life is a Highway on a party playlist would be an absolute disaster if people, people would, would start leaving. I would agree that it's probably a party killer, but I do think that some <laughs> people would sing along with the chorus. I mean, the, the big memory of this one is that you have an upstairs bathroom where I stayed. And you let people sign on that wall. Right. And my signature was quotation marks, quotation marks, life is a highway, end of quotation marks, dash Tom Cochran, end of quotation marks, (laughs) dash Matt Kelly. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I've seen that many times. That's great. (laughs) Um, So that's where we're setting the bar. Life is a highway, which I feel like I wrote it in the middle of this sheet of paper. And I feel like that's probably appropriate. (laughs) That's probably appropriate. But. I think we covered more good than bad, so it might start. Oh, it to, might be in the lower. Okay. Yeah, we'll see. So, I mean, th- this is not even a competition on if it goes above or below. Okay. Life is a highway. The next one we did was in the meantime by Space Hog. Okay, that go- I mean that's that's that's, that's that, a jam right there. Yeah, that goes above. For sure, goes above. So uh, I'm gonna put in the meantime, and I'm gonna leave a lot of space. Yeah, in between there, because in the meantime, in a the great between song. time, <laughs> yeah, in the meantime. <laughs> Great song. We had uh, Matt Jersevich, a.k.a. Shrimp Man, on that episode. And we talked about that bass line is sick. The ooze at the, the beginning of that are song is sick. The little guitar plucking in the beginning. It was one of those, it's one of those rare songs where every instrument is doing something kind of catchy and iconic in it. Yeah. The, yeah. The guitar is great. The verses are a little bit forgettable to me. But regardless of that, it's... Also cool, it's it's a new year, and that song always reminds me of the new year because, like I said in the episode, that song, whatever year that was. It was just like the commercial every, yes. every time. They're like, hey, come to MTV New yes. Year's Rockin' Year. Yeah, that was <laughs> it, man. And that's it. So it always reminds me of a new year. And so that one, I, we both agree that goes above Life is a Highway. So here's By where, a mile. <laughs> here's where we might fall into some controversy. Uh-oh. Because I very publicly on Facebook went on the record of ranking what I think were the 20 greatest songs of the 90s. Mm. And I put In the Meantime by Space Hog at number two. Whoa. So by that mathematic, I would have to say that it is above the next song, but I think you would disagree, which is Super Drag Sucked Out. Ooh. (laughs) That's a it's a tough one right out the gate because those are both very catchy good songs for very different reasons. Wow. And that was with your lead singer, Steve. This is really hard. Okay, here's what I'll say. So you're saying that you like in the meantime better than you like Sucked I Out. I do. Yeah. No, I think Sucked Out 
if I if I was doing a top twenty five songs of the nineties list, Sucked Out would be on there. I think it is a incredibly good song from the nineties. Here's the thing. I think Super Drag's a better band mm-hmm. than Space Hog. But song wise. But and there are super drag songs that I think are way better than in the meantime. Okay. But I I don't necessarily agree. I think I like Sucked Out more than in the meantime. But I'm going to give this one to you. Okay. And I want you to remember that as we go on All right. in I'll- this list. Sucked Out even, and my, my band, Another Cheetah, actually covers Sucked Out. Really? Yeah. Yeah. We, I mean, we throw, we, just for fun, we learned a few covers here and there. And it's just a fun one to play. It's like a pretty easy song to play. And, and I'm it's very just, excited when shows are back and I can yeah. go see Another Cheetah play yeah. that live. Yeah. I mean, I'll be it, in the front just, row singing along. It's just a fun song. You want to learn some songs that everyone knows and, you know, that haven't been covered a lot and it's just like a fun song to play regardless i'll give it to you All i right. will say that baseline and ooze alone are worthy of being above sucked out not not by a lot but i, I i'm gonna put sucked out slightly below that okay so sucked out so the next one since we we're talking about a good baseline and some ooze mm-hmm. it's ironic because the next one is cannonball by the breeders oh boy which has a really good baseline and some ooze <laughs> wow yeah we we Man. we came out the gate we with s- some gold some really good stuff we came out swinging for sure <laughs> and oh, i know <laughs> i don't even know where i'd place it between these three songs because these are three really good songs honestly at the time i like cannonball the best of these three. I think I'll go with that, even though it goes against my Facebook post. Yeah, your Facebook <laughs> post isn't the end-all be-all of everything, man. <laughs> I had the last Splash album. Cannonball is such a unique, cool song. I mean, In the Meantime is a unique and cool song, But you too. know what? I, I'm going to say, I said this already about In the Meantime, but I think it goes even doubly for the Breeders. That is another song where every instrument has an iconic moment in it. Yeah. Because you have the with yep. the vo- vocals. You've got that. Yep. You've got the snare tap. Yeah. You got the, the beginning that like the the playing, you know, yeah. like. And you have that guitar. That I think I think the Cannonball song is just a beautifully constructed song. It's awesome, man. It's, it's so 90s. It's so good. It's it's, it's and that's. Yeah. I mean, I. I. I am not even going to fight this. As much as I love in the meantime, I can admit that from a songwriting standpoint, Cannonball is all, all right, better. All right. So so we're in agreement. Cannonball is going to go at least momentarily to the top of the list. All right. So the next one, before we dive into it, I do want to say that the guest of this episode, uh, we do owe him another episode because we had a ton of audio issues. But we were joined by Matt DeStefano of Cassettes to talk about Jesse's Girl Ooh. by Rick Springfield. Wow, this is getting so hard. We were so, we were so good out the gate. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, so many good songs. Wow, that's a great song. I, I'm going to say something, contro- well, not controversial, but I would, with what we already have on the board, I would say below sucked out above Life is a Highway. Whoa. Because... I like Jesse. Like Jesse's Girl is a fun song, but as much as I like that song, I wouldn't say that it like stands out amongst the rest of '80s singles mm. in the same way that these other ones do. You know what I mean? Like mm. these other ones have really unique things happening in it. Like Sucked Out has 
I think we talked about in the episode, like sucked out the entire course is just a baseline. Like yeah. that's like a weird thing to do. Like Jesse's girl is a paint by numbers, 80 single to me. <sighs> boy, oh boy. I mean, we, we both agree that it's definitely above life as a highway, right? Yeah, we, yeah, we, yeah, we, yeah. we can yeah. start at that. <laughs> I, I would, and it's funny. I love super drag. I love sucked out. I would put Jesse's girl above sucked out. Okay. Above space hog. I probably would, man. Ooh, I, listen, can we meet midway? I'll accept above su- super drag, but I don't know. It's just... I mean, dude, if you weren't here, I would probably put it at the top of the list right now. Oh. It's, the, it's that. And on top of that, we both know Rick Springfield isn't actually a one-hit wonder. That's true. Though- I mean, listen... If if we were talking about love is all right tonight, I would be like, send that shit to the top of the list. Yeah, but all that's right. that's the biggest strike against Jesse's girls that it's not love is all right tonight. I love Jesse's girl, man. Okay, so here I'll meet you in the middle. Okay, the exact middle of the list, actually. Above sucked out, below in the meantime. Okay, I think that's fair. I think right. that's a good so, good placement. Yeah. But next up is Teenage Dirtbag by Weedus. Uh, with our our friend Raj, great song. Uh, obviously, the band is a friend of the show, so that yeah, that I mean, we're not going to let that come into play. That's not going to shift our judgment. But I mean, Teenage Dirtbag, I could see myself putting that above Super Drag for sure. Man, this is so hard already. You would you would put it above Super Drag, but below Jesse's Girl. I might even put it above Jesse's uh, Girl. Such but- a Jesse's Girl hater. <laughs> Teenage Dirtbag is one I got into after the fact. After the fact, yeah. I didn't even really know it that well when it came out. Surprisingly, I'm, I think I'm the only person in the world who didn't know it that much. I'm kind of in the same boat. In the sense, I knew the song, but I didn't like. I know my brother loved it, and I don't know if because he loved it so much, I just as like a douchey older brother was like, "Well, then that song sucks." But like, it took me a while to really get into it. But now, like, I am. Beyond a teenage dirtbag fan, I am a Weedus fan. Yeah. But I think that that's also something to argue is like, yeah, Weedus has some better tunes than teenage dirtbag. I don't know if I. Uh, Lemonade, Lemonade's I a love, good jam. Yeah, I really love that. Lemonade's song. a really good jam. Good. Sunshine's a good jam. There's a couple good jams. Lemonade out there. is the jam. Okay, well, I will give you, and I don't think Weedus would be one bit offended, but by being above super drag and below Jesse's girl, no, I think, I think Weedus would be like, "That's awesome." Yeah, I think that's a good <laughs> placement. Matt, Brendan, whoever they would all be like, "That's really cool." I that's where I I'm cool with. Um, I agree with that. Okay, all right. This one I like the song, but I I have no problem if we want to drop this right to the bottom of the list. <laughs> uh, we are joined by the cassette bassist Joe to uh-huh. talk about Marvelous Three Freak of the Week. Yeah, I'm gonna put that. Bo- Whoa! Uh, Do we want to say below life is a highway? I maybe like just a. I'm gonna put a. I'm only putting it below life is a highway because I didn't even know this song. That's true. Yeah, it's barely, and it was mostly. I mean, even Joe would say he mostly picked this to talk about Butch Walker's solo career. Yeah. So we're gonna. You know, I'm no life is a highway guy. No, but but oof, what freak this, of the week goes to the bottom of the list. We're about to enter a, a, a small period of the show where I was doing the hosting duties. Okay. And I know that this is going to be our first big argument. Okay. Uh, Possum Kingdom by the Toadies oh, uh, with my friend AJ, which is was on my list of 20 songs that I think are the best songs in the 90s. But I know that you cannot stand that song. <laughs> There's two songs that we're going to have some. Well, where some do you arguments. want to put it is the question. If you want to put it above. Uh, you know Life what? is a highway. I'll be all right with that. But I'll I- accept that because I'm thinking about it. And objectively, as much as I love the toadies in this song, it is not a better song than Sucked Out by Super Drag. No. I would I would be insane to say so. So, yeah, right. if we want to put it above Life is a Highway, I'm content with that. 
wasn't that hard. There man. we go. I'm okay with that, despite the fact that I'm not a fan of the song. I'm okay. I'm okay with listening to that over Life is a Highway. All right. Next up, we talked with the drummer of Five Iron Frenzy, who came to us with one of the few songs where I didn't know it before recording, and that was I Don't Like Mondays by the Boomtown Rats. I also didn't know that song. Yeah. And that puts it in that unique category, but I did think the story behind the song was really cool. That's that's why he came to us with that song. Yeah. Since doing that episode, I have revisited that song a hell of a lot more than I've revisited Life is a Highway or Freak of the Week. <laughs> I would be okay with putting it above Freak of the Week, but not... I mean, look at me I'll, sticking up I'll, for Life I'll, is a Highway. I'll, you know what? The fact that you're sticking up for Life is a Highway, you put it underneath Life is a Highway. All right. That that's, says a lot. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to put... I don't like Mondays. Okay. Okay, so next up, we talked about Weedus, and then Matt from Weedus joined us right. to talk about Devo. Oh, Devo yeah. Whip It. Oh. Yeah. This one's tough to me because I'm a big Devo fan, but I'm not a big Whip It fan. Okay. This is tricky. Yeah. I love Whip It. It's a great it, song. It's a fun song. Devo's a very... Like my nostalgia for Devo is the seventies punk rock stuff that they did. Like that's my problem is that it's like, Oh, this is, it's fine. Where are you thinking? I want you to guide me on this one. Cause I don't know. I would say below sucked out and above possum kingdom. While I disagree, I will accept it. And in my heart, I'll just tell myself that it was literally for any Devo song from their first record. <laughs> well, what you want to put it below life is a highway. Come on. Whip it. No, than life no, no, is no. Highway. Above life is highway. I was, I was, you know, my love for the toadies. You liked, okay. Well, you, no, you did a favor for me with allowing me to keep uh, Space Hog above Super Drag. So this is me so, returning the favor. You can put Whip It above uh, Possum Kingdom. Okay. Deal. So Whip It. Right below Sucked Out. Right, right now Whip It is between Sucked Out and Possum Kingdom. All right. So here's the controversy. Here's oh, going to be boy. the controversy to end all controversies. My good friend Mark joined us to talk about a song that him and I both consider one of the greatest songs in pop punk history. SR71s right oh, now. Oh boy. A song that you have gone on the record v- multiple times of vehemently uh, very against this song. So, here's where I'm going to I'm going to put a bit on the table. Okay. Directly above Life is a Highway. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> As listeners of the show may know, I think that SR71 right now is just a travesty of a song. <laughs> <laughs> it, it is and, I, and i'm a guy who plays music that maybe the average person might put in the same world as that song but the fact that someone would put my band in the same world as that song makes me never want to play music again <laughs> <laughs> uh just because i feel like that is the most contrived dumb song ever and so where do you, you want to put it above life is a highway? Just above life is a highway. That's all I'm asking for. Higher than that and freak of the week. Give me right below life is a highway. I will listen to life is a highway over right now by SRC. I, I will give you that. I will allow that. Thank I you. will allow that. All right. Okay. That wasn't that hard. So next up, we talked about nine days. Absolutely. Ooh. Story of a girl. Oh, and we got... A little bit extra influence in this one, considering Nine Days are actually a fan of the podcast <laughs> yeah. now, which was the, I mean, other than, other than, you know, we had a member of Weedus actually on the podcast, but he that, was like a friend before the podcast. Right. Like, um, but 
the most unexpected of all of the bands to become a fan of our show. Yeah. So, <laughs> and I had the the album, and I like it's a really good record, and I liked it. You know, and and it was also uh, credit to Nine Days if you, if you're listening Nine Days, but I was a little too cool for anything that was on the radio at that time. Uh, I say too cool in air quotes. I wasn't actually too cool. I just thought I was too cool for anything on the radio. But that being said, I bought that CD and I liked it. There were definitely like a few standout tracks on there. There was a song I liked on there even more than Story of a Girl. Yeah. What do we have above Super Drag right now? Teenage Dirtbag. What's above Teenage Dirtbag? Jesse's Girl. I, I already know where I would put Nine okay, Days. Okay, where are you going to put Nine Days? And Because and, I know I have to like think about it a little bit. I don't like Nine Days better than sucked out okay i don't but if you wanted to say that you wanted to put it above whip it then i'd be okay with that not because i think nine days is a more is a better or more iconic song or or band than devo but i'm just saying because you wanted to go a little lower with whip it and yeah i'm fine with that i'm fine with that nine days being right below whip it i could see that too i would want to put them above whip it because i think the the argument that i would make and I've said this a, a bit in the last couple episodes, but like, I think that there are a handful of truly great pop rock radio hits. Mm-hmm. And I really think Story of a Girl is like deserving of that conversation. And as much as I like Whip It, like Whip It as a song, not Devo as a band, but Whip It as a song sometimes really walks that line of like novelty. Okay. To me, versus like this is a genuinely well crafted radio single. Okay, I'll give it to you. Right below sucked out, right above whip it. Perfect story of a girl. Perfect placement. Nine days. Shout out to nine days. And this was the let. This was the last one under the Matt Kelly host reign. My friend Juan joined us to talk about Tempted by Squeeze. Ooh, yeah. That's a that's another tough one. That's a good one. See, I. Here's the thing. Is this another you like other songs by yes. Squeeze more than Tempted? Yes. I like yeah. several songs by Squeeze way more than Tempted. So I'm fine with it being a little bit on the lower side. Squeeze is an important band, but I don't think Tempted is an important song. I want to put, I would put Tempted just above Possum Kingdom. So what's below, below Whip It? Oh, actually, maybe we could go, we could go above. I'd be okay with going above Whip It, just below. Oh, man, it's hard. Dude. I, hmm, I, I like, love that we're doing this. This is way I, more fun than I think I, like I imagine. Sto- okay, I like Story of a Girl. Shout out to Nine Days once again. <laughs> <laughs> but I think Nine Days would even be like, I could see Tempted being above yeah, Story of a Girl. I'll, I'll, I'll concede to that because it is, a, it is one of those songs that you say this a lot. Like you, It feels like the song has always existed. Like I feel like I just always knew this song. Like from right. birth, I was aware of the song "Tempted." I wouldn't. Have, I would have known the song "Tempted." I would have known that chorus "Tempted by a fruit of another." Yeah, before I, I even knew that there was a band called Squeeze. Yeah, no, for sure. I, I think above nine days is perfectly fine. I don't think that they're going to unsubscribe. Do we keep to the it show. below? I mean, I could see an argument for putting it above "Sucked Out." Even. Uh, I mean, from our own personal standpoint, what are okay. we going to put All on right, more? Right, you're right. Yeah. You're right. Okay. <laughs> So above story of a girl, right below sucked out, we're going to put tempted. And my piece of paper is already getting ridiculous. <laughs> well, here's an easy one for okay. you. Rude by Magic. Here's the thing. Are we going below life is a highway? Let's start with our bar. Wow. <laughs> it's funny because for as much shit as we talked on Rude, if we're talking just on a song. Yeah. The power of a song. I think I like Rude better than I like life is a highway. Uh, 
I so this is maybe one of three songs where I genuinely had never heard the song before we talked really? about it. That's yeah, so I, weird. I mean, I just wasn't listening to the radio in 2012, but it was I'm, like 2014, 2015, whatever. Yeah. But it's it's fine. It's I, I'm fine with that being above life as a highway, which is really funny <laughs> that we're putting it this high. I'm sure rude or magic would be just thrilled to be ranked above Tom Cochran. Okay. That's where we're putting Rude. All right. Yeah. I, I actually, dude, it's crazy. The I like Rude better than Possum Kingdom. I'll listen to Rude <laughs> a will, thousand times. I will not agree to that. Okay. That's I'll where I you. would throw I'll a veto. <laughs> I'll give it to you. I'll give it to you. I mean, Possum Kingdom's no no jewel, but we'll, we'll, <laughs> go, we'll go. We'll go with it. That's fine. All right. Here's here's another fun one for us. Dancing in the Moonlight by King Harvest that we did with your your guitarist, Trevor. It's a great song. It's a really good song. A very rhymey song. You know, I, I think I like came out of that episode with a, even a, a way more of appreciation for it. Hearing Trev talk about how much he loved that song yeah. and how it made him feel so good. And it made me like the song more. I feel like wherever we place it, if we talk to Trevor, he would convince us to move it like three slots. Up. Yeah, I think that I would put <laughs> Dancing in the Moonlight. Wow. It was a song for me. It was a song that I forgot existed. And then we did an episode on it. And I probably listened to it like once a week now. My instinct is to put it above teenage dirtbag and below jesse's girl okay but i could i actually i don't like it better than jesse's girl I'll, I'll agree with this with that placement honestly it's okay it's a really good catchy song i mean and this is the part of the list where these are all good songs so it, it's gonna get hard man it's gonna get it's gonna get difficult and we're doing good so far yeah like, we're, we're a simpatico right now yeah. we're, we're so I don't know where I want to place this song. So next up, our our good friend Jonathan London joined us with oh, Tommy boy. Shaw's Girls with Guns, which is we've talked about before, like just over the top, like going as all in and insane as you possibly can. And this song does that like with that keyboard part. It is just hitting you in the face with absurdity. That one's so hard, man. That was a song I didn't know. So it's it's like. The songs at the bottom right now are the songs that like I didn't know. Freak of the Week and I Don't Like Mondays are like the two that are down there. As much as I have fun with this song, I wouldn't be upset if we put it at the very bottom. I thought it was funny, a funny song. It's a ridiculous synth in it. And I wouldn't be opposed to putting it all the way at the bottom. But at the same time, like I would listen to that song a thousand times before I'd listen to right now by SR 71. <laughs> yeah. But that's so you're not going to bump it all the way up to where we have SR 71 just because you prefer it over that one song. I would put it below life is a highway and above right now. Oh, is that where we put right now is right below life is a highway. Oh, I thought it was so much higher on this list. I forgot about no. the conceit that I made. Yeah. Uh, all right. Yeah, that's fine. Um, I'm, fine okay with that. With that? I'm fine with that. Girls with Guns, yes. I love that. I love that song's above SR71. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so here's one that could be a contender to jump to the top of the list. Oh, which right now is Cannonball. Cannonball by the Breeders. Paul joined us to talk about Harvey Danger's Flagpole Sitta, hmm. which to me is a very good, like in a realm of post-grunge music that did not feel very grunge, it was this like shining light that came out after the grunge era and was like a reminder of what grunge music once was. All right. I don't think you and I have the same feeling on flagpole. Sitter. Really? In retrospect, I didn't really like it that much at the time. 
In retrospect, I think I like it a little more than I did. But top of the list, I can't go top of the list. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. I mean, it's not better than Cannonball. It's not better than... Okay, so I'll go with that. Do you think it's better than In the Meantime? I don't think it's better than In the Meantime. I'm getting it all jumbled in my head because in my head, I'm like, I do think that this is maybe better than Cannonball, but I don't think it's better than In the Meantime. (laughs) What's what's underneath In the Meantime? Jesse's Girl. Uh, I know I'm not going to win that argument. So what's (laughs) below Jesse's Girl? Dancing in the Moonlight. I could see myself putting this above Dancing in the Moonlight. I if if you yeah okay you'll concede that you wanted to put this at the top I, of the list. I so. wanted to put this on the so top of the list, but I'll you move that. down to there. I'll give you that. Do we have a lot of space down there at the bottom? <laughs> yeah, because the next up is Radio DJ KDO came to talk to us about the Macarena by Los Del Rio. Okay, probably the only truly novelty song that we've talked about on this show. Okay, so I liked learning about the Macarena and the the duo that created this song yeah no they're fine interesting but are you going to sit around and casually listen to the macarena i would casually listen to freak of the week sooner than i would listen to the macarena I would don't ca- bring sr71 into this <laughs> I, would to, I would listen to the macarena before i listen to sr71 it would but, be could riots riots in the facebook page if we rank the macarena above <laughs> sr71 keep in mind is this actually the biggest song of like the whole 90s or something or just the biggest one hit wonder of all time it's probably it's, the biggest one hit wonder of all time okay that's, but that doesn't that's, make that doesn't make it a good thing okay once again i didn't know freak of the week or i don't like mondays and i know the macarena and i know how to do the dance to the macarena and i actually just recently did the macarena at a, a fire at, at my friend johnny's house <laughs> uh, when i was standing around the fire not that i think it's that great of a song would I put it above two songs I didn't even know? I don't know. Yeah, you're right. I don't like Mondays had like a serious message behind it. So to put the Macarena above that is is a slap in the face to I don't like Mondays. To the Boomtown Rats. Yeah. The people might think we're complete noobs. They and created hacks. Live Aid and we're going to put the Macarena above them. Yeah. I still hate that we're putting SR71 above it, but... <laughs> So you want me to put this at the dead last? I'm fine at the dead last because I do like Freak of the Week, but I also think that I am one of the like three people on the planet that like three, Freak of the Week. So I'm fine if it's second to last to in between I don't like Mondays and Freak of the Week. Okay, we're, we're only going to do that because the Macarena was the biggest one hit wonder of all time. So we're going to say that it's a little higher than Freak of the Week, a song I didn't know. <laughs> so then we were joined by Josh of Juliana Theory. He's got a very good single out right now despite what the internet has to throw their interjections about that's just a few naysayers (laughs) he picked elastica connection okay which i was a fan of and then kind of became less of a fan (laughs) yeah and i know you were not a fan to begin with so i'm content with us putting this definitely in the less than life is a highway category mm. but where in the less than life is a highway i don't know above sr71 <laughs> i i i mean we had girls with guns right now in that part of the list it goes right now then up to girls with guns then up to life is a highway i would put it below girls with guns i'll i'll i will give you this i will give you that this is better than life uh right now wait what song are we talking about again we're talking about connection oh connection bam, okay bam 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 Okay, I'm cool with that. Then we were joined by the Night Beast who wanted to talk to us about the ecstasy-laden music video of Steal My Sunshine by Len. Okay, this is going to be tough. I think Steal My Sunshine is 
is a pretty god awful song <laughs> to be honest like i'm i'm content if we're aiming towards the bottom of the barrel with this one are you putting it less than freak of the week we'll start at the bottom and work our no, way no 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 not and and i definitely like it better than sr 71 if you like everything we can we can write that out of existence <laughs> we know that everything is better than sr 71 it's so confusing because like yeah, some songs could be below there, below at the very bottom. And then I'm like, well, wait, it's still below SR71. Um, You're forgetting that it's a compromise list. Yeah, <laughs> so true. you have to factor in my love of SR71 okay. in that place. All right. So, <laughs> so wait a second. What song are we talking about? Again? We're talking about Steal My Sunshine. Steal My Sunshine. Okay. I actually could see Steal My Sunshine being, I could see Steal My Sunshine being above possum kingdom and below whip it below possum kingdom rude oh come on give me this <laughs> what, what what do you want what do you I, want i want this at least above rude but below possum kingdom i'll give it to you <laughs> all right so next one another song that i used to love and kind of lost my love a little bit but we were joined by don and lee of the Saturday Morning Showdown podcast, also on the Geekscape Network, to talk about The Freshman by The Verve Pipe. Oh, boy. Yeah. That's a low one for me. That's a pretty... I It used to rank real high for me, and I, I think it's pretty... It's it's lost its luster for me over the years. On the Life is a Highway bar, above or below? Below. Okay. So we're working with the below Life is a Highway. Where where does it rank with wow. SR-71? I, 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 <laughs> I mean, that... I, okay, I'm throwing that scale out the window. We've made... I made concessions there. Uh, this is bold. I'm okay with putting it all the way at the bottom. Really? Yeah. I'm only agreeing to this because I don't want Freak of the Week to end up being the lowest song on our list. Yeah, I mean, I'm. Yeah, I put, really put don't. Freshman I down really there. don't like the song. It's just a bummer, and there's nothing that I really like. I mean, <laughs> the the closest thing to a good thing about that song is the fact that I kind of liked the mustard plug cover of it. <laughs> Which, if you're if you're basing liking a song off of a mustard plug version of it, yeah, I'm okay with putting it at the bottom. Let's man. toss it in the bottom. I'm fine with that. I do think that there's one, maybe two songs that will go below it. Okay, possibly. Right. Then we were joined by the host of Krista Makes a Podcast oh. to talk about Tommy Two Tone oh. and eight six seven five three zero nine. Which I'm gonna say this right here and now, better than Jesse's Girl. You know, I have to say that. I toured with Tommy Two-Tone <laughs> and it's a great song. It it's really, a really, it's good enough that you can play it two or three times during a set yeah. and people don't get sick of it. Do you think Rick Springfield could get away with Jesse's girl three or four times in his set? He has a lot more going. For him. Yeah. He has a lot of other hits. You know, honestly, I would probably, and we're talking about what this is like an iconic one hit wonder. This is known as like the one hit. If wonder there's a one wonder. hit wonder, it, back when they still sold CDs by like call 1-800, I want to buy a CD about mm. One Hit Wonders. This is on every album. Yeah, that this is ever like pressed. in every commercial. I seriously wouldn't be opposed to putting this almost at the top of the list above in the meantime and below Cannonball. I'm fine with that, actually, because I using that logic, I don't think that in the meantime or Cannonball would ever make it onto a One Hit Wonder CD. I feel like they would focus on the 80s heavily, mm -hmm. and that is the the one. Yeah. All right. So then we were joined by Linus of Hollywood. Oh, uh, you're another one from from Nerf Herder, and he picked My Sharona by right. the Knack. I have some really funny memories associated to this song that are so ridiculous. I mean, I think it's a good song. Yeah. I think that they put money behind this band because this was such a good song. But it's so, okay. We talked about this in Paul's episode about Dead Milkman. This song is 
for a song that's so big, that da 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 da, that is like the definition of hokey to oh, me. Oh, for sure. It is I, so hokey, but yet I don't think it should be at the top of the list. No. I think it's above life as a highway. Yes. Where what in the weedest region? What are what do we got? Look, look here's what I would say is I'm thinking I would definitely have to say it's better than Story of a Girl. Okay. Shout, no, shout out that. to nine days. Yeah. Love you guys. I don't think they complain but, about this. Yeah. And maybe I'd put it like below tempted. I'm fine with that. I'm actually genuinely fine with that. Yeah. And I love that we're keeping the two songs from reality bites in, in a category <laughs> together right nice. there. So here's one that we were joined by Jen pop of the bomb pops. Oh boy. Uh, to talk about Cisco, the thong song. Okay. Which I believe she was the one that pointed this out, but I never thought about if you're going to write a ridiculous song, mm-hmm. the production value. Oh, yeah. Thrown into this song to really make it the most epic, absurd song ever. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that pre-recording that episode, I'd be saying throw it down there around where the Macarena is. But that production is good enough that it needs to be a little bit higher. I mean, that. I have to I have to go I have to think about it in like would I want to listen to this as opposed to this right now. So when I look at this list and you tell me do I want to listen to the thong song or whip it? I'm probably going to choose whip it, okay? Okay. But if you tell me Possum Kingdom or the thong song, I'm personally going to say the thong song. I'm fine with that actually because I I like Possum Kingdom a lot. But Possum Kingdom is a very raw, gritty, kind of like droney song. Mm-hmm. But like the thong song for all of its weirdness is like the big budget Hollywood movie production. <laughs> and like I love that they went all in on that. Right. Like I love that they genuinely were like, what was the quote? Like if we're going to make a music video about the thong, about thongs, we're going to make the best goddamn thong video ever made. Like... I like right. that that was just the attitude from start to finish on that song. Yeah. So that's cool. I'm down with that. That's right. That So here's something I want to point out. Were you putting the thong song above Rude? Yes. Fair. Steal My Sunshine. Fair. Life is a Highway. Mm-hmm. SR71, of mm-hmm. course. Yeah. Macarena. Yep. The Freshman. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I don't think that there's I anything. Mean, there's nothing objectable about any of Girls this. with Guns. Yeah. Connection. We're putting it above all those and I'm okay with that. Yeah. I, I can live. I can sleep soundly with that while you try to adjust the the list a little bit we'll dive into uh we were joined by n dot who talked to us about the song stars by hum which enters into a weird category because i think that it is a very good song yeah i do too but i like if we're rating on importance which we aren't really we aren't really but like i like i like the song stars by hum but like i'm just thinking of songs spitballing in my head would i want to listen to stars or would i want to listen to sucked out i'm going to want to listen to sucked out okay i could see putting stars which my only problem with stars is it's barely a hit yeah it is so bare it is so walking the line of like yeah it was on 120 minutes i remember seeing it all the time on there it is definitely like it was in like the low 50s on the Hot 100, which is like, as we've learned looking at these lists, does not mean very much. Most people wouldn't know it. They don't know it. Yeah. But it's still such a good song that it's funny, like comparing Story of a Girl to Humstar. <laughs> like, that's such a hard thing to like is, figure out. Is Story of a Girl above Sucked Out? No. Okay. No, it's above. I mean, it's below because it goes Sucked Out, then Tempted, 
then My Sharona, then Story of a Girl, then Whip It. I'd actually be okay with stars being above Tempted. I think Tempted and My Sharona are two iconic of songs to... Okay, I, I, I'm fine with that too. I, I agree with you that at the end of the day, those stars is better than absolutely Story of a Girl. Okay, I'm cool, I'm cool with putting it there. Okay. So it's above Whip It, it's above Thong Song. We're going to put stars. All right. So after we talked about stars, we were joined by 91 Donkey Lane host Robert Bacon, who wanted to talk to us about the Proclaimers. I'm going to be 500 miles. It's a catchy ass song. It is. I would say for me, it's in the top 50%, definitely the top half. Okay. I wouldn't put it above sucked out. No, I. you, you know what's funny? That's exactly where I was looking was below sucked out. But above squeeze, I'm cool with that. Yeah, I, I think I I am as well. All right. It's a feel good song. It's just a good sing along. Yeah, I can't say like I sing along with one part of Tempted. I sing along with all of 500 Miles. I'm gonna be yeah. with the Lucky Land Slots. You can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just gonna circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I'm not going to lie here. I've become a factor fanatic lately. I'm a busy guy, and getting to eat restaurant-quality meals that are ready to heat and eat in two minutes has been amazing. Eating better is easy with Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian-approved, and ready to go in just two minutes. You have 35 different options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. And also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. I've been spreading the word to everyone I know, not just here on the podcast, but in person as well. Factor is the perfect solution if you're looking for fast, premium options with no cooking required. You get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals every week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries anytime. And the math doesn't lie. Factor is less expensive than takeout. Plus, considering every meal is dietitian approved, it's also nutritious and delicious. So what are you waiting for? Get started today by heading to factormeals.com slash one hit 50 and use the code one hit 50 to get 50% off. That's code one hit 50. The words one hit and the number 50 that is at factormeals.com slash one hit 50 to get 50% off. So next one, another one that kind of dabbled a little bit in the novelty realm, but I think it is better than a lot of the novelty songs is we were joined by Lex, the lexicon artist, who talked to us about Psy's Gundam style, which I've become, post that episode, I've become quite the fan of Psy. I've really dove into his back catalog. Mad respect for Psy, but the song, I don't, I'm not a fan of the song. (laughs) Really? See, I would say, I would put Psy, and you could fight with me on this, I would put it below the toadies, but above Len. I think that's way too high. And I'm a guy who loves the fact that Psy would be above SR-71. <laughs> but here, I'm just going to gonna go through this. I'd rather listen to Steal My Sunshine than Psy. Okay. I'd rather listen to Rude than Psy. Okay. I'd rather listen to Life is a Highway than Psy. Okay. Girls with Guns? No, I'd probably rather listen to Girls with Guns. I'd rather listen to Connection. And that's probably where 
You and your hate of SR71. <laughs> I'll, I'll agree to that. I've added it to the list. Nice. Below Elastica, above SR71. Yeah. Uh, we were joined by Opie of the Westbound Train, who talked to us about probably the oldest song that we've discussed so far, Hey Baby by Bruce Channel. That's a pretty good song. That's a really good song. <laughs> Inspired the Beatles. Yeah. It's a very simple song. It's pretty simple. It's pretty basic song. I could see it be, I, I actually, it makes you feel good when it's on. Yeah. So that makes me want to put it right around like Dancing in the Moonlight. That's, somewhere. I was, so right now where I'm looking and all the respect to King Harvest, I think that song is great. I also find it absurd that King Harvest is in our top five songs of the of the one hit wonder so far. I'm fine. I don't think that Bruce ch- channeled better. I would see it right below Dancing with the Moonlight above Harvey Danger. Okay. All right. Okay. So here's something to discuss. Will Carey brought us the highest charting Adam Schlesinger song of all time, Just the Girl by the Click Five. Wow. I'm looking towards the bottom with this one. I like this song. Is that the song that goes like, she's bittersweet, she knocks me off my feet. But I could live a life where I never hear the song again and be a happy person. It is so sugary. Yeah. It is like... too over the top. Is it SR71 sugary? Would you go below SR71? I mean, I never want to go. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking right below the Macarena, but above Marvelous 3. It's actually a pretty good song, and it's so low on our list only because I didn't know it. I still don't really know it. Do we want to put it just above the Verve Pipe? Because I'm okay with that. Yeah, I'm all right with that. Sorry, Don and Lee. I know. Yeah, I love you, Don and Lee, but just the song. You didn't write it. <laughs> you can't be that offended. <laughs> so, Bad Reputation by Freedy Johnson. I think it's a good song. I think it's a good song, but I always you forget it existed. got a bad reputation. I like it better than the Thong song. I was going to say the area I was looking was below nine days above Devo, but I could go one step lower and put it below Devo above Cisco. Look, Devo being an important band and a revolutionary band and awesome. But once again, I, I see your point about the song Whip It being sort of like a... My first introduction to it was for f- Cool Whip commercials. Oh, uh, it was used in Cool Whip commercials? Yeah. Okay. Bad Reputation goes above Whip It. <laughs> it's so weird because like we're getting into ones that, that did come out like in September, but they feel like they were just the other day that we recorded them. So like we're getting... Uh-huh. Really, really close. Jeff the Girl of Five Iron Frenzy joined us to talk about Electric Avenue by Eddie Grant, which Mm -hmm. I like that episode. I like Eddie Grant as a person. I do think that Electric Avenue is a very catchy song, but I'm eyeing around that Tom Cochran area right now. I I agree with that. I think that Eddie Grant's story is awesome. Very interesting subject matter. I think he rules, but... The song, yeah, the song is one of those songs that it's a feel-good song. It's, I mean, it's an important song. I think what he was singing about was very important. You know, it was, yeah. At first, I was like, I put it right around the Tom Cochran area, right? But then I'm like, I think I like Electric Avenue more than I like Magic. And then it's like, I also think I like Electric Avenue more than I like Steal My Sunshine. And it just keeps yeah. rising into. I like I'm, it better than Possum Kingdom. Yeah, and then I'm like. But then it's like almost, it sounds stupid to say this, but it's like, but it feels wrong to put Eddie Eddie Grant below Cisco, but we can't think like that. So I think under Cisco, I'm, above no, I the mean, toadies. I like the Eddie Grant song better than the Thong song. Okay. Devo? Yeah. Freddie Johnson? I definitely think that it's below nine days. 
I don't know I if think it's we're, above I think, we're, we're, I think this is where it's supposed to be. Okay. Because the Freddie Johnson song actually, it's a little more emotional of a song. Yeah. Whereas Electric Avenue, even though the lyrics of Electric Electric Avenue are actually pretty emotional, but the 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 feeling of the song is a little more like lighthearted and yeah, fun. let's go dance and party. Yeah. <laughs> then we were joined by Jono, and he talked about Delamitri's "Roll to Me," okay, which is at its core is a very good in and out pop song. Mm-hmm. Gets in there, gets the job done. Two minutes later, it's out. I would be content for me looking at this list with below Cisco above. Toadies. Yeah, I, I'd be okay with that. Okay. I, I feel like I couldn't stand the Delamitri song when it was out. Now I look back on it and I'm like, look around your world, pretty baby. It's actually, I wish I wrote that melody. <laughs> and so I'm like, I wouldn't have said pretty baby yeah. in it necessarily. But if they didn't say pretty baby, they wouldn't have been able to make that music video. Where with, they're all pretty babies. Yeah, they're all pretty babies. <laughs> so I, I, I'm okay with that. Uh, we followed it up with my brother's best friend, Khalil, joining us to introduce you to the magic that was Throw Some D's on it by I Rich love Boy. I that song. <laughs> that, that song. Is that top five material? Or oh, we- as I talked about in the episode, I missed that song. Like when it was out, like it just, I don't know. I didn't really hear it. And then I listened to it in preparation for that episode. And I was like, damn, I love this beat. I think I like it more than King Harvest. I know that's insane to say. Like, the thing I do want to remind you is you have to also, in your thought process, realize that you also have newborn baby eyes for that song. So it's like a fresh new song compared to like something like Cannonball that you've heard for 30 years. Right. But I think from just a, like, that beat is fire. Mm -hmm. And I do think that I will continue to revisit Throw Some D's more than Dancing in the Moonlight but not more than Jesse's girl. And where is flagpole sit at? Flagpole sit is below that. So it's King Harvest, Bruce Channel, and then Harvey Danger. So we're putting throw some D's above flagpole sit Yes. That's going to be controversial. Oh, for sure. But are we not a show of controversy? You shit on SR-71 every second that you get. Dude, at some point point in my life, like a dude from SR-71 is going to be like (laughs) somebody that like I need to like. Well, because he's like a producer now. He might like reach out to you and be like, hey, I'm a big fan of Punchline. Wanted to produce your next single. And you're like, oh, no. No, you know what, though? (laughs) There's no I'm not going to I'm going to say no, I don't want you to. You made that song I don't like, so I'm not interested. No, I'm not. I'm never going to be interested in that. I'm thinking more, more like he's going to be the head of a division of Spotify and never put us on a <laughs> playlist or something. But the worst part is that I feel like there's a chance that like we talk about like don't meet your heroes or whatever. But I feel like there's a chance you would like meet Mitch. And he's like the really nice. Guy. I'm sure he's really <laughs> like, nice. I'm sure he's like, I, I will say this too. I'm sure he's a great songwriter, like and and saying, a great producer and everything. I just, it's just that song. Throw some D's where you wanted to put it above dancing in the moonlight. Yeah. I'm cool with that. Let's All right. I, I do like it, man. Then Jim joined us to talk about stuck in the middle with you by Steelers wheel. Okay. It's a slightly above the middle song for me. Stuck I'm, in the middle with you. It's so appropriate to be somewhere in the middle. I, I'm fine with what do you I'm looking at that Del Armitri area. Like, do we uh, want to say it's, below it's, but above Toadies? It's better than Delamitri. Okay. Cisco Devo is where we're looking now. I like it better than Cisco. But not better than Devo. Right. I'm fine with that. This is like being at the eye doctor, like <laughs> is it is this a little bit better or is this a little bit better? <laughs> I yeah. 
I, I like it there. Stuck in the middle with you right in the middle of the list. All right. Then we bounce over to Chumbawamba Tub mm. Thumping. As much as I like the band Chumbawamba, yeah. I'm content with Tub Thumping being in the more middle or lower region because it's a fun song. It gets you hype. And I love that the band still likes the song. I like that the band thinks that the song kind of represents where they were at that time emotionally. Mm-hmm. But I think the reason that people who love the band Chumbawamba love them for like the political activism and like the crazy punk rockness of them and not for like the song that was in every advertisement for every sporting event. All right. We set the bar, which the bar is low. Literally it's getting lower and lower, but the bar being life is a highway. Do you like tub thumping? I'm looking right now is below roll to me, but above Possum Kingdom. Yeah. So above rude, above steal my sunshine. Yeah. I'm okay with that. I like their punk rock values even if the song isn't so punk rock all right uh then we were joined by Vinny, who talked to us about musical youths past the doge dutchy past the doge no. to the left hand side <laughs> it's past the dutchy i know it's i know i just am stupid i love that song i could be convinced of below super drag above the proclaimers i could see the argument for going a little bit higher really i actually want to take it and once again friends who i think would be like okay i understand i would maybe put it one above teenage dirtbag okay so below flagpole sitta but below teenage i like it better than flagpole sitta too below hey baby okay okay i'm fine with that i really thought we were going to need those vetoes a lot more than we actually did but We're, we're, we're pretty we're both, agreeable. We're, yeah, we're both also non-confrontational uh, human yeah. beings. Uh, <laughs> so then this was a, a one-off Just Me episode talking about Rockwell's Somebody Watching Me, mm-hmm. which I won't argue for it should not be in our top 10 for sure. But I do really like the crazy like pipe organ solo and a lot of the weirdness in this. But it is really truly a michael jackson song that rockwell just happens to be there for yeah there's a lot of like not like a lot of like spoken word in this are there there's like a lot of like he said he was rapping but it's spoken word yeah but the song you know that part is great the rest of the song like i don't know it's like yeah i i'm content with just below life is a highway i'm actually fine with that all right dude it's crazy cannonballs hanging out at number one still i am kind of loving that and I don't know if it's coming down. We'll see. Next up is Stacy's Mom by Fountains of Wayne. That one I'd be content with being in our top 10. Like pretty high up on that list. R.I.P. Adam Schlesinger, who is obviously an absolutely amazing songwriter. And, and I never really dug into Fountains of Wayne. And then I did, whether it was this episode or just in general, just like learning a lot yeah. about him. And like, I really think they're great. I think that they are greater than Stacy's mom. Yes, that's as, as my a point. That's my point. I think the best... It's funny because you never got into this part of the song in the episode. And I think the best part to me in the song Stacy's mom is the melody to the pre-chorus. The like, well, I know I'm not the boy that you used to see. Mm-hmm. I'm all grown up now, baby. Can't you see? Like, yeah, that's that is the good. best part in that baby, whole song. <laughs> yeah, it is a perfectly crafted pop song. There's no doubt about that. I'm going to throw this one at you then. If we're not going to put it all the because I guess, yeah, I'm thinking of like, man, how great would it be if it was like Hey Julie or or Mexican Wine or like some of these other like mm-hmm. great songs off that album. 
right below nine days, but above Freddy Johnson. Nine days. That's like a perfect. Ex- that's like a. What do I like better, Story of a Girl or Stacy's Mom? I the, think there's story, similar types of songs. There's similar types of songs, but I think Story of a Girl. Almost every moment in that song is a, a good catchy hook. Where Stacy's Mom, the verses are not very memorable in Stacy's Mom. The subject matter of Stacy's Mom is a little sillier. Yeah. Okay. So we got Blind Melon, No Rain. Hmm. That one is one where I, I don't know if it's better than Cannonball, but I would be Whoa. close Whoa. to putting it high up there. I'm trying. I'm trying to think of like all the. I'm so quickly like going through all the parts of No Rain in my head and being like, but here's the thing, man. I think I would rather listen to In the Meantime, In the Meantime, by Space Hog than No Rain right now. What about Jesse's Girl? Yeah. Okay. I could see. No rain being right there above Jesse's girl. Okay. I could see that. Like, that's a little bit of concession on my part. I don't know if I'd put no rain that high. I did enjoy talking about them. And then as I analyzed that song and things about that, that song, I was like, damn, this is a really great song. I'm cool with that. Okay. The next one is the one chance. I think for the verve pipe to not sit at the bottom. Oh, crazy town butterfly. (laughs) (laughs) This is the only thing left that, that would um, be debatably let me think deserving about down there. I mean, Crazy Town Butterfly is so ridiculous that <laughs> I'm just trying to think like... There's something enjoyable about the absurdity of Crazy Town. That's a thing. A butterfly goes at the bottom. Okay. We are going to... We're going to... We're going to go there because the, my, my only thought on that is that the melody of that freshman song is all right. For the life of me, I can... And, and also there's like some emotion behind that song. Whereas butterfly, butterfly is sex music that looks like it was written in two minutes. It's just, it's piercing music. Yeah. It's piercing music. I love that. It's trash. Put it Uh, at the bottom. All right. So now Duncan Sheik. Oh, Ooh. Yeah. Do we, does Duncan Sheik, does Duncan Sheik dunk on the Breeders to hit the top spot? I'm looking at the list. I could be convinced that Duncan Sheik, Deserves to go above the breeders. Let's do it. I love back to back. We went all the way at the bottom, all the way at the top. I I love barely breathing. I think it's incredible. So, yeah, man. So another strong competitor for towards the top of the list is then we had Lit. I I like Lit. I I definitely like it a lot. I would put Lit. Just looking at stuff here, I would put Lit above Harvey Danger. I would too. So we can work from there. Would we put Lit above Musical Youth? Ooh. <laughs> removing hacky sack from the equation i'll put lit above i'll put lit above musical youth now do we want to I'm, I'm just working our way up yeah the list. Go ahead, keep going bruce channel hey baby yeah i would i mean pro in the grand scheme of like music yeah that song is influence of the beatles so it's hard for me to put lit my own worst enemy above <laughs> that but in my life lit was more of like prevalent yeah and no i think that i think that something that's i'm more likely to listen to i think that most people don't know who the fuck bruce channel is okay, to be right. totally honest right all right so then above bruce channel we had king harvest i'd put lit above it okay so after that is rich boy i put lit above it oh man we're officially in top five category i wow. think rick springfield oh man is this hard i i mean so i'll i'll say that above rick springfield is blind melon to help with like a gauge there i like lit better than both of those songs and then below that is i i definitely don't think either one of us is going to argue that in that lip goes above in the meantime by 
It does. Space hog. It does. You do? Oh, you're pushing it up to so Tommy Two Tone? Are you about I, to put lit I, right I, below I, Duncan Sheik? Well, no. Cannonball's still up there. Okay. I just we're we're getting close to where we're getting into I, that territory. I, I, I would rather listen to Lit My Own Worst Enemy than than Tommy Two Tone, yeah. So uh, but not more than the no, Breeders. No, 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 no. Okay, so that's where we're stopping right there. Lit Yeah, that's pretty high. That's, that's pretty third high place right now. Next up is Dead Milkmen. Oh. This is a high one for me too. This is a so this is a high one for me, but like so let me start with where I think it should go below. I don't think it's better than Sucked Out. I think it's better than the Proclaimers. Okay. But not Super Drag. <sighs> now, the flip side is that right above Super Drag, we have Weedus. And one could make an argument that without Dead Milkman, there's not a Weedus. I, I'm, I'm kind of agreeing with you. I can't put... I think that's a good place for Punk Rock Girl because I can't put it above Sucked Out. Okay. Deep Blue something. But Breakfast at Tiffany's at one point... Was my favorite song. Jeez. I would put it below Tom Cochran. <laughs> and above. Oh, I'm just saying it's below that. Okay. Uh, now, right there, if we went just directly below Tom Cochran, it would be above Rockwell. Somebody's watching me. That Rockwell song is such like a. I definitely don't think it should go lower than Tommy Shaw. So I'm fine if we go one more down to Rockwell. But I think once we go past Tommy Shaw, it's getting into insanity because then it's Elastica. Psy, I like it better SR than Rockwell. 70. Like that, take Michael Jackson out of that Rockwell song. It's just a guy talking in a fake British accent yeah, over a keyboard. Like, like, yeah, Michael Jackson makes that song listenable. Yeah. No, I think you're right. So Deep Blue Something, Underneath okay. Life is a Highway. Okay. The Darkness. I like that one a lot. I could see myself. I'm looking at, to me, The Darkness Goes Above Rich Boy. Yes. Okay. So then next step is, does it go above Rick Springfield? Yes. Okay. Does it go above Blind Melon? Yes. Space Hog? Yes. Tommy Two-Tone. Yes. Lit. Yes. Oh, man. The Breeders. Mm. <laughs> the Breeders is where that wall is for us. It's Duncan Sheik's the only person who's been able to get past the Breeders wall. It's crazy because the darkness is whole thing. Now, if the darkness is a queen type thing, that's the, you know, we talk about, I never, I always thought of them as being like a 80s hair metal thing. But if we're, if they're, but then I never really thought about like the queen aspect. Like, yeah, they're going for like the but queen is, thing. But is I'm with you. I always thought, oh, yeah, they were doing like cheesy hair metal. But then when I did the research and read that Brian May was like a big influence. And then when we were listening to music, waiting for Corey to come over, that's all I could hear was how much queen was an influence on their sound. I, I re- yeah, I really like the darkness. We're deciding between Cannonball and I believe in a thing called love. Oh. Unless you think that a I believe in a thing called love goes above barely breathing. No, I don't. Okay, so then that's where we're at right now. I I I, I would put the darkness above Cannonball. Holy shit. Yeah. All right. I'm cool with that. And then the last one, one of my favorite bands, Semisonic. Closing time. Closing time on the list. Yeah. I would again Using this barometer, I would again say that I think Semisonic goes higher than Rich Boy. Yeah. I don't know if I say they go better, they go higher than Rick Springfield. I definitely wouldn't put them higher than Space Hog. I maybe would be convinced to put them higher than Blind Melon. I'm cool with that. Yeah. Right below Rick Springfield. So that's so that's the list, huh? That's the list. So here's... So go we, from bottom to top. So bottom to top, our rankings of the worst to the best. At the very bottom. Okay. Butterfly by Crazy Town. Right, of course. Freshman by the Verve Pipe. Okay. Just the Girl by the Click Five. 
Yeah, that song was meaningless to me. <laughs> Freak of the Week by Marvelous 3. Pretty good song, but didn't even no really one know it. it. No yeah. one knows it. Yeah. Macarena by Los Del Rio. Yeah. I mean, which is funny we put it that low because it's one the biggest one-hit wonder ever. Yeah, but, but I don't like Mondays by the Boomtown Rats. Didn't even really know it. Once again, cool story behind it. Don't know the song. I really know it. That song really grew on me quickly. Okay. The most point of contention in this entire damn list right now by SR71. Right. Which you letting me put it this low as a guy who actually likes that song in that band. I got to live with that. For me, (laughs) it's too damn high to you. Like I think about like the like. Let me ask you a question. Actually, remove me from the equation. Mm -hmm. Would you have put right now lower than Butterfly by Crazy Town? Wow. <laughs> no, I wouldn't have. Okay. Okay. It would have been. And Verve Pipe. Wow. It, it's crazy because I think about like, I don't like either of these songs. One of them is a complete bummer. <laughs> and the other one is just like over, over the top produced like everything I despise. Not despise, but everything I like the most formulaic. But see, here's the funniest thing though. If you put it below Verve Pipe, to me, I think that this is the actual right spot that you would have wanted to put this on because it would have, if you put it below Verve Pipe, you also would have been putting it below Click Five, which is also all of those things that you can't stand. Yeah, but the but Click even, Five song, like, I somehow, like, still kind of like that one. And, okay. that, and it was a Schlesinger thing. Like, it's you, a Schlesinger thing, but the band themselves is guaranteed manufactured yeah, yeah, versus it. Theoretical manufacture. Yeah, yeah. I maybe would have put them a spot or two lower, but yeah, they're. Pretty, I don't think we're too far off from yeah, where you no, would have right, right. landed. You're right. Uh, Psy Gundam style. See that once again. I think Psy is really cool, and, and it's interesting. And he created this like dance phenomenon with the song. But yeah, the it's, song itself, I don't want to listen to. If it. we were ranking music videos, Psy would be in the top ten for it's sure great. for Gundam it's style. That's great. But yeah, from, the song itself is just like. Even as me getting into his other music, Gundam style is not his him at his best. Mm-hmm. Elastica connection. Yeah, it, it's just there's not a lot there for me. No. It's not that great of a song. Girls with Guns by Tommy Shaw. Ridiculous song. <laughs> I love it. I love it so much. <laughs> uh, Somebody's Watching Me by Rockwell. Thank goodness for Michael Jackson being on that song. Yep. Breakfast at Tiffany's by Deep Blue Something. I, you, apparently your favorite song of all time it's at some point in your life but at one point in my life i mean i was in elementary school riding a bus home from school so you got to give me a little credit where credit's due but life is a highway by tom cochran okay rude by magic R- ridiculous song but okay steal my sunshine by len okay possum kingdom by the toadies yeah not a fan of this song but some people apparently are tub thumping by chumbawamba okay roll to me by delamitri Okay. Thong song by Cisco. Love how high this song is on our list. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Stuck in the Middle with You by Steeler's Wheel. Okay. Whip It by Devo. Right. Electric Avenue by Eddie Grant. Okay. Bad Reputation by Johnny Johnny Friedson. (laughs) Freedy Johnson. (laughs) Johnny Friedson. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I I like that song a lot. Uh, Stacy's Mom by Fountains of Wayne. Mm Mm-hmm. Absolutely Story of a Girl by Nine Days. Shout out to Nine Days. Hell yeah. Uh, <laughs> Stars by Hum. Uh, yeah, yeah. Questionably calling that a hit, but 
but great song. My Sharona by the Knack. Love those. <laughs> love those ridiculous <laughs> memories. Okay, yeah. <laughs> and that band, the story behind that band's ridiculous. Never would have thought that that was a band that was like on the cusp of being the next. They wanted them to be the next Beatles. That's insane. That, that is crazy. Uh, Tempt It by Squeeze. Great song. Great band. I'm Gonna Be 500 Miles by The Proclaimers. Fun, fun song for sure. Punk Rock Girl by The Dead Milkmen. Awesome song that would, if I was just doing this myself, might be even a little higher, but, <laughs> but. Sucked Out by The Super Drag. Love it. Teenage Dirtbag by Weedus. Love it. Flagpole Sitta by Harvey Danger. Yeah. And I mean, this one may have been a little, I probably would have put this one below Super Drag, but I can see that people really like this song as is evidence. Like it's a, like our most popular. Sec- yeah. Probably if we're taking out the logical reason of why we think the most popular one is the most popular by just the strength of the song choice, mm-hmm. definitely our most popular. Okay. Like by people just being like, I came here to hear people talk about a song. Right. Harvey Danger has it by a mile. Okay. So that m- makes sense. Pass the Doce by Musical Youth. <laughs> Always love how you pronounce that differently every time. <laughs> yeah. uh, love that song. Probably would have put it a little bit higher, but I- I'm cool with it. Hey Baby by Bruce Channel. Yeah. For me, per- like that's a perfect example. Like Pass the Dutchie f- would have probably been above that one for me, but... Yeah, that Hey Baby, it's like a classic song. And yeah, that's that's cool. King Harvest with Dance in the Moonlight. Trev made me like that song more throughout the, the course of that, that episode. Him describing like the way the sparkly guitars and things like that just match the feel of the song made me like it. Yeah, so yeah. And we're now officially in our top 10. All right, here we go. Number 10, Throw Some D's by Rich Boy. <laughs> Such a high placing for this song that I, I wouldn't have... Wouldn't have even thought, but I just liked it so much and I, I got exposed to it because of this. I thought that Khalil was a great guest and... That's a really fun episode. Yeah. Closing time, Semisonic at number nine. That's mostly you're doing. <laughs> I love that song so much. At number eight, Jesse's Girl by Rick Springfield. Yeah. Not Rick Springfield's best song, but is... And he was the most questionable of... Being a one-hit wonder, I like it. It's good right there. And number seven, No Rain by Blind Melon. It's really high placement for this song that I was pretty indifferent to in general. But then looking back, I'm like, wow, that's one of the you know most, most iconic opening riffs of the 90s. And like just talking about the song made me realize like, yeah, this is the song's really great. It's so, got a lot of weird stuff going on. Like I feel like after recording that episode, it struck me even more how weird of a single it is. Mm-hmm. I never realized that the drums don't come in until yeah. after the first chorus until Trev was like, yeah, and the drums don't even come in until the middle of the second chorus or whatever. I was like, Oh shit. That's yeah. absolutely what happens. Number six in the meantime, space hog. Yeah, that's a, that's a really you know what's funny about that song? That's a really great song. Great bass line. Great whatever. It's a really great song that I, I never listened to that song, though, for how oh, high we have it ranked. I never I really li- listened to it. I listened to it a lot. Okay. Uh, number five, Tommy Two-Tone, 8675309, Jenny. Yeah, I, I, I think it's that high for me because of personal experience with the actual artist and also the fact that, like, that is one of the first songs that comes to mind when you say one hit wonders. Yeah, I think it's like an iconically one hit wonder song. Yeah. Uh, number four, My Own Worst Enemy by Lit. 
That one really went high as he kept saying, is it better than this song? Is it better than this song? Is it better than this song? And it got pretty high, but I think it's a great song. It makes you feel good. It's fun. I mean, one, one critic in an attempt to kind of diss the song really summed up everything that made it work where it's like, it's short, it's simple, it gets in there, it's catchy. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, that's why it's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Number three, The Breeders' Cannonball. Yeah. Um, it's such a unique song. There's no other songs that sound like Cannonball. No, the, and there never will be. Like, no one will ever be able to create a song like that song again. It's just, it's wild. It's so 90s and... It's everything that's good about the 90s, yeah. <laughs> I think, that uh, that a song like Cannibal could be a hit. Yeah, no, for sure. And I think that that's why people do love the 90s so much is like, mm-hmm. talk about a decade where like anything is possible. Yeah, Loser. Yeah. You know, Beck Loser was like a hit in the 90s. Yeah, it's like, like it, anything could work. Number two, The Darkness. I believe in a thing called love. I'm, it's, it's a damn near perfect song. Uh, o- over the top in every way. But so well done, so perfectly executed, and makes you feel so good. And when we recorded this episode, your guest made the declaration that this is the greatest one-hit wonder of all time. And it looks like for this year, we agreed with it. Yeah, we're not saying that necessarily. We're saying that of the episodes we've done in the first year of One Hit Thunder, that it was the best actual song. and Barely breathing Duncan Sheik. I agree that it's just a, it's a great song. It's relatable. It's the journey of watching you realize the subtle ways that Duncan Sheik has inspired punchline songs over the last 20 years has been a real treasure. Yeah. I mean, it's, I mean, we, we knew that we, we knew that it was that, that he did. And it's crazy that that, I think about those early, punchline tours we were listening to the duncan chic so much people probably thought we were in our uh in our van listening to like blink or something but actually we were listening to duncan chic <laughs> yeah man that's a good list i think that's a i think that this was way more fun than i would have guessed it was gonna be yeah but b i think that i think we've made a list that we can both be happy with yeah and now we can kick off 2021 new president same old podcast (laughs) and you know we'll we'll come back here in the beginning of 2022 and we'll see what we feel about our year two picks yeah and will we put the year one picks into the ranking i think we won't do all of them but i think that the top 10 should maybe make a reappearance and see if they i think the top 10 gets a a push into the next year each year all right all right because i want to see i want to see if barely breathing remains our number one or if we cover something in the new year that tops it nice cool hell yeah man hey great first year yeah thanks you thank you for uh joining me on this crazy idea that yeah, i had yeah thanks for thanks for asking me to do it dude i <laughs> we stuck with it for all year yeah we we done did the thing yeah <laughs> nice it's a new year for better or worse all the champagne it's turning a hurt, but as long as it worked, you can say we celebrated. This has been One Hit Thunder. One Hit Thunder is hosted by Chris Fafaios of the bands Punchline, Pack, and Another Cheetah, and produced by Matt Kelly of Geekscape.net. Underneath me, you're hearing, it's a new year, don't be so hard on yourself. 
off the Punchline album, Lion. You can get that album and all other merch at punchlion.com. Let us know your thoughts on the show by emailing us at onehitthunderpodcast at gmail.com and make sure to rate, review, and subscribe to us on your favorite podcasting app. Tune in next week for another episode of One Hit Thunder. Won't be so hard on ourselves this year When the inevitable goes wrong We watch the good all disappear But isn't that the point? Isn't that why we're all here? Don't be so hard on yourself this year If you can't quit Maybe it's not the time But consider What is it behind all the listening to the Geekscape Network. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. This is Krista Makes, guitarist and vocalist for Less Than Jake, and host of Krista Makes a Podcast, a songwriting podcast where every week I'm joined by an amazing guest to break down the writing, recording, and release of one iconic song from their career. In our giant evergreen back catalog of episodes, we've had rock legends such as Dee Snyder and Huey Lewis, punk rock favorites like Mark Hoppus, Fat Mike, and Brett Gurowitz, and up-and-coming artists of today such as Liz Stokes of The Beths and Genesis Owusu. We've had guests from all genres and styles of music, and I guarantee that if you peruse our back catalog, you'll see several episodes that'll make you say, man, I gotta hear that. Whether you're a fan of music or a creator of music yourself, you'll take away a whole new appreciation for the songs you know and love. Chris Makes a Podcast is available for free on all the places you could possibly listen to podcasts. And new episodes come out every Monday.